0: Hello. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There we are. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of The Lore You Know. Uh, we're still focusing on the Scarlands, and we're going to break Forever. this topic up into a couple of episodes, because kind of like some of the other episodes before this, there are in, there's an entire book about the Asathi, or the Serpent Folk, Snake Folk. Yeah. Yeah, that one.
1: That one.
0: Vigil uh, Watch Digital Secrets Watch. of the Asathi. So, yeah, yeah. the Asathi are uh, snake folk, essentially. They're snakes, but they have legs and arms. And tails. Serpent folk. And. They're
1: they're cool. But they, they have snake heads, basically. Right. And snake tails. Yeah. With like torso and arms and legs smacked on it. They're <laughs>
0: definitely not lizard folk where they have like that kind of like, no. brawny lizardy build with like the the frills and that big almost draconic head that that yeah. lizard folk have they are they are snake people and, yeah and
1: they're not you want despite looking a lot like you want Although we will get into <laughs> we will get some into
0: yeah so yeah today we're going <laughs> to just focus on the history um throughout because there is there's a lot of ground to cover. And they are, we were discussing this before the stream, they are probably the second oldest race. Or up there. Somewhere.
1: Arguably tied.
0: Yeah. On yeah, Scarn. Really, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, They, they, uh, yeah. So, it's, it, and this, this this, history, uh, I I I, I, I I joked, like, the only book in Scarnlands I hadn't read was Class I had read a lot of this book before. I'd, I'd run the adventure at the end of it. And I ran it so long ago, I can't even remember how the adventure tied into my main campaign, but it did somehow. But I and but I hadn't read in detail the early chapters because just honestly didn't need to. And now I'm like feeling remiss about that because I because of reading this first chapter, I have now put some pieces together for my overall Scarlet timeline, because the Asathi are such an old race, they also put dates on things. So I now have actual dates for the um kind of for the epoch of mormo and definitely for everything after that so the epoch of lethene and gulaban although those epochs are kind of smooshed together um smooshed. and and we, we pretty pretty much already had dates for the rest for epoch of philkas and hunruch and mesos and mind you these are still like within a couple hundred years dates but um it now it now gives me a pretty good sense of how long these last um so many epochs took um so doesn't tell us how old SCARN itself is, but it gets, but there's a pretty good sense now. Yeah. And, um, and and yeah, it's it's not that far back, you know, in on terms. Like assuming as I've pointed out, if you just completely ignore all of the dates from Forsworn and Forsaken, because they're all this shit. Um, <laughs> But this is this is the, the other other than that, broken book. This is the book with the oldest dates in it, um, and then, so that so I found that really cool. Um, that it's like, oh, this is when this shit happened. Okay, great. Um, and and it does connect to some of those world worldwide events. Where do we where do we start? That was sort of my summer feeling. about. It. I I I actually recommend everybody start by getting the mood by going and running off. And if you're watching this on on YouTube later, pause, go. Google Duran Duran's Using of the Snake, listen to that video, watch in horror as they run around in kind of this Road Warrior vibe thing, and then come back because that's what I did twice like before this, and I'm right. so jazzed now. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So, actually, before we start talking about their world history, let's just throw out there that their publication history started with, and actually, so let me bring this picture up. This is the first Asathi to be published. Hello, cutie! I think I, of the original race art, I love this guy. Um, oh. So in uh, the first creature collection, they made their, their appearance. Mm. Um, so as we've talked about before, Scarred Lands didn't start as a campaign guide, as a world guide, as a setting. I think the publishers were like we have this setting but we're not gonna sell it that way we're gonna sell it that way <laughs> which she's got in her hand there and well
1: this is, this is the revised version, right right the version that came out three five but it's it's not the original creature collection which you do have elsewhere right um
0: and before but, the third um, edition monster yeah. manual came out uh swords and sorcery who was the original was publisher came out with their monster manual and the sathi made yeah. their first appearance as Bad guys, but again, there were those rules in there that were like, this is how you can play it as a character. Um, And so, yeah, they they showed up in 3rd edition. Uh, They were technically bad guys, but then with the advent of 5th editions, Redeemed, which are the grouping of people, but not races necessarily, that have decided to no longer follow the Titans. But Um, the
1: Asat to me were the first... It, when, when when the Manticore and the Slytherin and the Ironbrook are all introduced so oh, you can play these now I was like yeah. that's weird but when they're like I'm the Asathi and I was like well yeah of course
0: I mean, <laughs> <right>. it was, <laughs> like, was just the logical stuff yeah. that wasn't weird at all totally because
1: cause, yeah because the Asathi aren't um, they're bad guys but they're not bad guys they, 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 they're not portrayed they weren't portrayed in this way as sort of an evil thing necessarily
0: right,
1: um, right. any and more than the orcs were
0: yeah um mm-hmm.
1: So it's like kind of evil society but it's because they worship mormo
0: right. not
1: because they're indicatively evil um so so and both the Asathi and the slytherin each got their own big freaking book um and the slytherin book we talked about earlier was more like oh here's all the different broods and all the weird things they do and they're all kind of messed up and do horrible stuff the Asathi book is more like this ancient culture
0: right it's a, like a world Daigon history Day. book. And, yeah,
1: <laughs> and and it's it's fascinating as a as a playable race because it's it's less like the Slytherins like they're new and creepy and they kidnap people and do crap to them and the Asothi, it's more like they're ancient and they're re kind of finding their purpose in the world and to play one to play it, it, to me it was more like the concept of redeemed makes sense out of them yeah because it's like. We lost the war, and it sucked, and we don't know what to do now. And there's a bunch of us trying to bring Mormo back, but that seems to be a lost cause. So let's just move on with our lives. And and introducing them as a playable race, just, I mean, that's why it's like, it didn't, never felt like it were introduced as a playable race. It felt to me they were always a playable race. They just weren't, like, one you found a lot of, because they sort of lived over here, and that was it. Um, but, so that never... Never got me. Like, I never had a player play one, but it wasn't like for the lack of like there being rules for it. Like, that it was, it was like, I was, and, well, I think the main problem was the whole 3 5 level adjustment bullshit. was like, you can play an Asathi, but not until the party is level six. You know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would do that. <laughs> so, I think that was probably the problem, really, right there was the, uh, the, the, those, those crazy ass level adjustment rules back in the day. Um, so, but I I think they're, I think they're fun.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um, But, uh,
0: yeah. So now in, in world lore,
1: I mean, I feel like
0: we won't go into who they were necessarily, but the first race that was created were called the Viren. Were the Viren. Right. And. So
1: they were made by the.
0: Gormoth? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, po- I apologize to our audience. I'm a little word sh-
0: word short today. And there's like um, not a shortage of gods okay. with the word if, with the letter G, or titans with the letter G as their first. So you're like Gormoth, Golthing, yeah. G- Golgotha. No.
1: I apologize <laughs> in advance if I if I struggle with words today because I'm not doing that great. But yeah, so our our first species on Skarn, which coincidentally is also alphabetically the first thing to show up in Creature Collection.
0: He's Although it was funny cause it's, I was say, it's funny because it's—I was going to say—it's funny because it shows up first, but it's cause they've them the <laughs> because they renamed them the <laughs> <Right>. Abandoned. Because they renamed them the Abandoned.
1: they actually called <laughs> the but and they—they kind of look like gorillas. So yeah. I, I think of them as scarred. I don't know if that worked or not. You probably can put a better picture, but they were scarred lands, um, Neanderthal basically. Yeah. Is the way I think of yeah. them, um, and and you know, and Galthaga should have or no, Galthaga See, I knew I'd
0: do that. Gormoth. Gormoth. Yeah. gormoth Gormoth was Uh, one of those creators that was like hey i made this what's next
1: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah he made in the early days he made more shit than anybody
0: really and Um, and like fran pointed out in chat um you know mormo wasn't the best of moms gormoth was not the best of dads
1: actually i would argue that mormo was a way better mom that's fair was in anything that's fair Um, she was actually a really awesome mom till the end of her epoch and then she kind of went south <laughs> and, and, and crazy and she's so much of her story goes to my theory that as the Titans finish their epochs they kind of go evil um, and Mormo is like 90% of that Mormo and Mezos are like the, the solid why of that Yeah. Because do you think it's evil or
0: do you think it's the, they're just getting crotchety because all of this shit is on them now they're like oh I'm so done with your crap well,
1: well I put it on, on you know, blame the evil moon, yeah, blame, yeah. blame the Nameless Orb. And as they come into power, that Nameless Orb has more influence on them and starts to twist them into evil. And by the end of, by halfway through their epoch, they're starting to go off the deep end. And, you know, because um, when you look at them all, with the exception of like Churn, who was always a dick, um, they seem to get worse as their epochs yeah. come in and, 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 and wrap up. Um, but again, that's me theorizing headcanon that's not necessarily canon uh yet,
0: yet yeah. uh <laughs> if sarah has her way
1: yeah this well, will be I'll, canon. I'll probably i'll i'll i will honestly always still be required to make that subtle um <laughs> but if you ask me that's where i think but yeah so i i why don't i roll back and actually talk about this so we should be had the, so Gormoth made the Varen mm-hmm. and all the other Titans were like, "I want to play too." Yeah. So in theory, shortly thereafter, uh, mo- most, if not all, of the Titans made a thing. You know, I-, I have my doubts whether Churn made a thing that was interesting beyond I made a bug. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but most of them made stuff. They're like, "Oh, we can make stuff." Oh, well, look, I made a thing. And Mormo's thing was the Asathi, um, and and in terms of intelligent things so, so it's not that Varen were the first life on Skarn they were the first intelligent sentient species on Skarn
0: um, right, and right. the
1: Asathi were more most first intelligent sentient species and only sentient species for a really long time um, a really, really 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 long time they were her children
0: and it's and, safe to assume that like snakes and lizards and all that yeah, were already around and monkeys yeah, and already, you know, all of these creatures yeah, yeah, we
1: already had dinosaurs right. and Fish and all this stuff was already running around, and they, they, they presumably go, uh, Gormoth and deniv and everybody was like, We're gonna make life and right. trees and stuff, and you know, that all happened during like the epoch of Kedham or, or the one after that one, like uh, Gilthane. Um, but it was during the epoch of end of Gulthane into Gorm, Gormoth that they were like, well, No, Gormoth was first, then Gulthane. Um, but it was into into leaving gormoths into Gulthane's that they were like, And we're gonna make them smart. <laughs> and and intelligent and sentient and we so we can talk to them instead of just going oh you know cute fuzzy thing go go eat
0: don't don't eat that Um, other thing
1: yeah yeah so we're going to make them intelligent and 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 they're going to start having a civilization and so the the thing with the varin is they didn't have much of a civilization they were like you know as i said neanderthals they were like we have rocks and trees and we can talk but you know fire ooh, big deal um they didn't have cities they didn't have civilization and so really the first intelligent species that had civilization that had true like concepts of, of growth and, and and community and not that thing ourselves didn't but but buildings and infrastructure technology and, and we can do magic were probably in parallel but in different continents the asathi and the, and the elves the asathi and galsbad and the elves in, in, in toronto um, and, and pretty much growing in isolation. Um, the elves don't show up in Gelspat for, for quite a while after the is pretty have pretty much This Is Ours pissed you know, all over it. Hissed, not pissed. That was a... Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own bad joke. Uh, <laughs>
0: it is, I mean, it's a fair joke. It's a completely fair
1: joke. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. <laughs> so... So Mormo Maids them. And they just run around and they're like, oh, we'll make cities and do things. And they don't really have any any written solid written history at this point. Um, and it wasn't until uh so these these plagues happened, i.e., almost certainly the epoch of of uh Gora, of Churn. There we go. See, I'm gonna words. I even have it written down, churn's epoch. So a bunch of plagues happen. Um, people fled underground to try to, like, oh, everything's horrible. And um, Sathi pretty much started underground um, and encountered, like, the dwarves who were there. So, the dwarves were pretty early. Um, and um, they kind of, apparently, they lived, I guess, in caves underground um, because the surface was too dangerous because of horrible monsters and plagues and stuff running around which was presumably during Churn and Gorak's epochs. So there's not much said about that until Mormo showed up, um, who was their creator, and went, I'm gonna help you. You, my people, my babies, I'm gonna make your life better. And she came to them and blessed their leader, Isutha, Um, I-S-I-I-T-T-U-A. And gave her immortality, effectively. Um, I mean, not effectively, gave her immortality. And um, she led them out of these caves onto like, the surface and started just making civilization and making cities and conquering and doing all the things. And she built her first city, um, Ithil tech There's <laughs> The names are going to flow. I T H I I L, E L S S A A T E K. Does anyone care?
0: No. One I feel cares. like when you put too many vowels together, it's like you know creating some kind of dark hole in the universe, and so you need to not do that. <laughs> but apparently, they did not believe that when they wrote this book.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, and Asathi themselves, or us. As- Asa at. Asa at. the at. A. A. T. T. H. Or and I. Throw an I on the end if it's plural. So, asat- yeah. or Asa at. Asa at. Asa at. Yeah, that's. Asa at. the. Yeah. Or thigh.
0: I think asa at thigh. Is easier on my mentality. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, we've been calling him Asathi for forever, but I was like, how would you actually phonetically pronounce this horrible, horrible word? Um, I mean, this is the only book, to my knowledge, in the Scarred Lands publications that has its own flipping lexicon at the end. <laughs> just to be like, here you go, here's what all this stuff means, because somebody, then um, I can actually put my finger on somebody, um... Uh, Somebody being Andrew Bates, Werner Hager, We're Ben not. Liam, and Will Timmons.
0: We're not going to call anyone Twitter. out by name, but
1: and 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 <laughs> a little bit about Caracar. But I cannot blame Joe this time, um, or why this is like this. Um. So, but it was Andrew Bates. Uh, whoever the hell he is. I'm, I'm being horrible. Um, uh, was who invented these guys? Um, because he was like, let's have cool snake people. Um, and then these other guys just sort of took off and ran with him at this point. So they have a lexicon. So one of these guys was like, "I like languages with lots of double letters, um, particularly double vowels, <laughs> just to be, just to be in pain." And so many of these words have double i's, um, double t's, double e's. I mean, double e's is normal, but double i's.
0: Um, and I will um, point out that A's. this is the only book that there's a lexicon at the end of that. They're like these yeah, are these are the language words that we made up that mean this. Um, it's a hefty book. <laughs>
1: it is a hefty book, and but but uh, but yeah. So every every vowel gets doubled at one point or another, plus H's and S's. Which I mean, they're snake people. It's sort of a hissy language. So I'll go with that. <laughs> so anyway, so first city, she finds this rocky fastness. I don't know what that means, and I'm not hundred percent sure where. In Gelsbad, the first city is. Um, um, it's kind of the, one of the only ones that I kind of was like confused about the location on. And there's and these uh, that I spent a chunk of time going, which one's the, the, like like there's a section that's poor, not I don't say poorly written, but it's written confusingly, and so I had a hard time following. Like, did they change the first city or something? But um, so she makes this city, and it stands for a while, and then she has kids, daughters specifically, five daughters, and she's like. RUN children, go OFF AND MAKE CITIES OF YOUR OWN And Mormo grants the five daughters also with immortality And they each run off and make, it, make their own city So there's the six cities of the- The six original cities of the side Um And uh, several of them we can kind of See where they are today Totally spoilers Um One is in and still exists, sure And that's the jeweled city in the swamps of Kentet. Um And one was in uh south Caldar mountains uh just east of Calastia, as it stands today um this that's the tower fangs um one serpent mount is somewhere in the Caldar mountains i don't know where specifically but nearish the ganges um kind of get that from context um there's
0: I don't think it uh, one, says in the book, but the art that's in the book that I have up on the screen, I feel like that is the one in the Keldar, because it is, like, built into the well, side of a mountain.
1: And the Serpent Mount was, was not the first, but it was certainly the most central, and I would say the most politically powerful, um, after the first city. Um, then there's the City of Sages, which I think is probably where the accrudent is today. Probably and um although arguably there's one um arguably it could have been in the perforated Plains, and there's one in uh called the frosthold in the far north which i think would be in the titan cell mountains or maybe in one of a mountain range that maybe doesn't exist anymore here um because remember this was or not remember but um in terms of dates these cities were built um around minus 5,600 old calendar which from the scarlands timeline is about 9000 years before um current timeline uh, post you know av 150 so approximately 9000 years before and when you think about 9000 years in our own personal timeline that's like when the pyramids were built you know right. um really old long time ago um but it feels like it feels like reasonable in terms of age of civilization In fact, It feels if anything weirdly off because this is before the epoch of Google. And this is before the ice age that these cities were built. Um, so the ice age was actually more recent than we've been assuming. Um, so that's because this puts a date on it. It says these cities were built approximately minus, well, sometime before, but they were completed by 5,600 OC minus 5,600. 5,600 years before the founding of the leading empire, which was 3,000, which was 3,600 and something years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> so yeah, the rounding is about 9,000 years ago, roughly. So yeah. So these, they were made six cities and her daughters run, run them. And everyone was cheery, happy. Not really. Um, I mean, the Asathi were happy with the Asathi, but they went around and basically conquered the continent and enslaved everybody else. Cause we're powerful and we have magic and we rock and we can do that. And they had well, magic, um, like, like crazy, crazy stuff on par of like, you know, high magic, you seem to me now, um, They could control uh, climate they could enchant things they could um do do travel to other they could do like elemental planar travel they had uh, teleportation gates that let them go from city to city um so and they had a ton of divination magic and they created these orbs they called memory orbs where they could just kind of dump memory information into them and, and then use them um so cool stuff all around yeah and and actually you you see these sort of memory things um in some of the the new stuff for yourself yeah i have to say so i actually
0: uh for curiosity cash i I took this concept i altered it slightly to make it a little Mm. less um uh a little less like obviously from the asathi like it's been altered by this elf and she essentially has like a, a memory cafe where you can go and experience somebody else's, yeah, memories, and this yeah. is the basis of that. Like, she she took this magic, she found this, and was like, no one else is doing this, because it's and old I think, old magic.
1: Yeah, and I think the conceit is to say that writing, because because there weren't like you know oh we wrote it on the side of a tomb or something like that. You you find you know when you find old Egyptian stuff, it's like oh this was written on the on a stone wall covered in sand you know thousands and thousands of years ago these were like okay the the ruins were all plundered this stuff doesn't exist anymore so how do we know this information and i think the conceit of the game designers was there's these memory crystal things yeah Yeah. okay and these survived and this is how this is how they got this information and because all of this nearly all of this text up until more modern day um where which was memories of a specific as Sathi historian, but other than that as Sathi historian, all of this comes from, and we found this memory crystal and delved into it and learned all this stuff um, and kind of got the memories of, of these characters. And and the, this chapter, this history of the Sathi chapter goes off as it basically bounces from memory crystal to memory crystal as people are talking about this stuff. Um, and the first one, um, which was dated, uh, uh, minus 56, 5,600 OC is because that was when the crystal was made. So, and he's talking, and the guy in that memory crystal is saying, I currently live in this city, which has stood here for 200 years. So that's where we get the dates. So, so it's approximately, I'm going to say probably the epoch of Mormo started about minus 6000 OC, based on what he says and how long the city's been there at that point in time. Roughly, give or take, a couple hundred years. I, that's where I'm, that's where that, that's where I'm putting, how I'm pulling my data in my butt. So, so, they run around holy cities, they enslave, there's humans, there's orcs, there's goblins, and um, they basically have slaves of all of them, and they're just like, oh, they're ours, and they have to obey us because we have magic, and they don't. Um, and, and I'm picturing, like, pretty kind of primitive human cultures, and one of the things that, that struck me as pretty entertaining was a line that says that they had intermixed tribes of humans, orcs, and goblins, and I'm just picturing them interbreeding. Is that where halflings come from, goblins and humans? You,
0: maybe. I mean, maybe?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> probably more like that's where, like, um, hobgoblins and and those guys come from, honestly. Uh, not not halflings. Um, <laughs> you know, I often, because because
0: this is on topic, I I often think about all of the races that have existed on Skarn that are no longer in existence. So, like, what came out of these unions that doesn't even exist anymore? Or that, like, yeah, essentially, you know, maybe, like, a few kids came out and then they were completely different, but then their genes just got diluted over years and years of interbreeding and so now they don't exist anymore like there's a lot of stuff that you could say these creatures existed back in the day it's yeah, kind totally of fun.
1: fun yeah it was it's crazy You're like oh here's a well like like um dinosaurs you know we got dinosaurs now and are there dinosaurs on scarn you can you can have one as an animal
0: yeah something. i mean you so, can <laughs> i guess that depends on you as a DM. And, as a DM on yeah. Skarn, I'm usually like, unless you've seen it, you don't get to be it. And there aren't dinosaurs like running around in Albadia, for example. So incarnate druid. That is completely fair. <laughs> Actually, that would be like the one way that I would allow that to happen as a DM.
1: Oh, but I'm not going to tell anyone. Did else. allow that to happen yeah. as a
0: DM. Yeah, that completely makes sense.
1: <laughs> I let a druid. I let a- Fran druid incarnate character change into a dinosaur because i was like you're a flippant incarnate right six thousand ten thousand years ago you were a you were a dinosaur <laughs> and
0: so if you if you haven't if you haven't seen the incarnate um what we're talking about is a, a type of druid that's wild shape is not based off of like beasts or uh elementals or whatever but they can um they can take shapes of yeah. previous lives so yeah. it's like a, the idea is It's like a reincarnation, incarnate, but they don't, you know, like become a different thing. They take the shape of that for their wild shape. Yeah. And so, So when
1: they change into a wolf, it's that wolf. It's always that That wolf. That they have memories of being. Right. And so it's kind of cool. So it's not just like I'm a wolf. No, I was this wolf named George, seven hundred years ago, and I had seven kids and lived in these woods, and (laughs) so. Every time I change into a wolf, unless I was more than multiple wolves in my past lives, that's the wolf I am. Right. So, um, yeah, and and presumably in six to ten thousand years, you could have been a lot of things, um, depending on how old your soul is. So that's neat. So yes, I would say an incarnate But back to that. Back to the snake people. So, so they they how to all over Gelsbad um, and there were specific talks about um, specifically in the plains of lead with the um, with the city that was near there um, they were like oh yes we've got these humans and they're causing trouble which is one of the entries um, then in around minus 3850 OC so about Couple thousand years later so yes these queens have been around for literally thousands of years when I said they were immortal they were immortal because these still the mom and her five daughters are still ruling the show two thousand years later still running Elspad it's like holy shit um, that's how long the epoch so epoch of Mormo, a couple thousand years Um and then you know everything went to shit um, <laughs> Everything went to shit because of a uh, crazy sister infighting, um, basically. So they thought they were immortal. And then one of the sisters died, murdered. So immortal can't age? right? True. Right. Immortal can't be slain? Not so much. And it so really sucks might... to
0: learn that the hard way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they may <laughs> be immune to disease, they may be immune to aging effects and all that stuff, but you can still, you know, stab them in the heart and cut their head off and whatnot. So um, the queen of uh, the Serpent Mount, which was the, the central city. Um, and also uh, the thing about the Serpent Mount that I thought was pretty neat is it's considered the hub of the empire. It's not the first city, it's not where the mama queen lives, but it's the, it's the most centrally located one and it has all this divination magic. So basically those who rule the Serpent Mount kind of take care of everything that happens in the whole empire and, and you know, are in charge of all that stuff of, of intertrade and transit and communications everything's run from the serpent mount so that queen gets killed big fucking deal and the finger pointing goes to mama so that sucks so not 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 normal mama but but the 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 first queen who, who rules in the um, first city again actually sure where the first city is supposed to be apologizing it's not clear um not in the center. That's all I say. <laughs> not in the center, and it's it's not the ones that I pointed at. So it's unless it's the one in the occurrence. I don't know. Um uh So. Yeah, so that I was like, Oh, it was, it was we think mom did it. And so she's the put the blame's put on the undying queen mother. Um, and the pe- so the people of the Serpent Mount are like, You killed our queen, we're gonna come after you and they they build this ginormous army get a couple of the other cities to join with them and they go march on first city and of course the first city is like we need help and then a bunch of the other cities go and join the first city and so basically you have two big giant armies of snake people beating the shit out of each other and a very pissed off mormo going what the fuck are my children doing (laughs) so so the, the armies clash um, a bunch of cities are like, no, screw you, we don't want to go against them, and they leave them and abandon them, and, and, and it's tons of politics, and it's a big mess, and lots of slaves die, and it's just really bad. And then at the very end of the fight, when, when the folks of the first city feel like they're completely screwed, they're going to they're gonna fall, um, the, the queen steps up, and she's like, no, and she creates this like huge storm, drops it on the army's heads, and just slaughters them. And then Mormo is like, no. And then she strikes the first queen down and kills her. <laughs> or at least takes away, actually, I don't know if she kills her, but she takes away her mortality. She strikes, strikes the first queen and says, like, you don't get to be immortal anymore. You, you just killed your own people, and no.
0: Whether Taking or not your she toys. killed her daughter.
1: Yeah. So she takes away her mortality. And, and the queen got really old really fast <laughs> and does not live much beyond that um i actually wondered though given the absolute insane power of the storm that she triggers could that have been what what happened like should she put her life force into that storm maybe um i don't know but i it's a thought um but it's just a theory but either way this also triggers the end of lomo's epoch because that storm and it arguably this storm created by the undying queen of the Asathi could have triggered Leithing's epoch because that storm basically ends up covering fucking all of Gelsbad. That's and fair. Parts of all the titans and were like so who's
0: next? Well... Who's next,
1: yeah, and and Mormo's <laughs> power wanes and Leithing's power comes into play at this point. So so now we have like this firm date on the start of uh, the epoch of Thien, Um minus 3 minus 3,850 OC. And I was like, oh, crap. We've got a date on an epoch. Dude, and on, on an earlier epoch, not like, you know, all the epoch of Hrnröck. No, no, like in, like like one of the early, pre the, the pre-ice age epoch. Um, and yeah, so this storm basically covers everywhere, at least certain Galspad, uh, It's not clear if, how much the rest of the continent hits, but it certainly changes the weather everywhere. Um, and, and um, the elves are like, yeah, you know, um, uh, the elves seal their borders and the Asathi and the humans and the orcs kind of wander off and hide and the Asathi seal their strongholds. So they seal each of the 10, each of the six cities and they set up these, and this is funky. I, I, I adore what they did here. They set up these weird guardians and clearly they're like super powerful Asathi mages. Um, and they have like magics and guardians and things. And I, I'm picturing like everything enchantments and spells and snake golems and guard dogs and whatever. Um, and they put these guardians in charge of each citadel, of each of these six cities. And then everybody kind of goes underground, under the citadel, and goes nappy bobo. <laughs> and basically goes into hibernation um, for a really long time. Like, Several thousand years, they just whoop, were going to sleep. And with the idea is these guardians were there to A, protect them while they're sleeping and B, to wake them up when spring, when the, the spring comes back. Oh, so that, that's 3850, negative 3000 coming of the ice. So that's the basically transition from the things you to events. I not speak. And this is neat, because this is like this is to me pointing the finger why this is Gulabin's epoch, which I, I absolutely love. So they talk about how okay, all these all these Asathi are like in sleep and hibernation. But every once in a while, and I absolutely love this, they would wake up, eat, consort to the physical pleasures, make and then go back play. to sleep. <laughs> And I was just like, "Yeah, that's Gula pucker right?" That's <laughs> what you do. Right. I just thought that was fantastic. Like, all the snakes
0: woke up with morning wood and just are like, "What's going on?"
1: They were like do that, <laughs> and then they would go back into their little <laughs> right. mind. And 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 what they're doing and these these hibernation they talk about returning to the sanctuary of the mind, which I think they're using those memory orbs as their sort of hibernation sanct. Uh, hibernation entertainment kind of thing. You know, you know, I'm picturing all these snake people for thousands of years, just staring at televisions or something. I don't know (laughs) what, (laughs) but (laughs) it's all reruns. We've seen this one already. So, so they're doing their thing. And, and I thought that was great. I was like, yeah, this is the epoch of Gula Man. (laughs) And, and meanwhile, these guardians are out there, but they're supposed to be immortal. But of course, almost taking the mortality away so they start to, to age but they've got heavy 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 magic and they're using magic to prolong their lives rather than Hormo's gifts and it's basically necromancy and what they start doing these guardians who literally standing watch over these sleeping snake people for thousands of years i mean okay two three thousand but hundreds and hundreds of years they kind of go nuts after a while i mean there's no kind of they go insane um and so and there's this this entry written by one of them and he's basically like oh i have to stay alive to guard them but i can't because i'm dying so i've used my powers to suck the life force out of a few of them that i'm supposed to be protecting only a few score yeah I'm just gonna old borrow a this. anyway
0: <laughs> i'm just gonna borrow this permanently <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So they start just sucking life force out of these poor sleeping snake folk. A few, four. Which is what? What's the score? What is the score? Forty.
0: Uh, is it twenty? Back
1: to the getting the rest. Is it twenty? <laughs> what did Lincoln say? <laughs> anyway, so twenty. So, twenty. Okay, so 40 50 people. They suck their life force out and. And and, and and ended watch believing the sun will never show again. So the implication is during this ice age, there's like, it's not only just ridiculously cold and ice cover, that the sun is not even visible. Like, I don't even know if it's just nighttime all the time or it's just hiding behind the clouds and it's just like a slightly less dark gray, sometimes and black others, I don't know. But they can't see the sun through the clouds and the ice and it sucks. And so the guardians go insane and bugger off and either die or, or building madness or leave and just abandon them. So nobody's there to wake them up. <laughs> and shit happens. And Spring shows up because Thul'Kos wakes up and is like, da, 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 I'm going to make Spring and melts the surface. And these humans were like, cool, we're going to make an empire of fire. <laughs> and they start doing stuff and building things and all these Asathi are sleeping underground. And they sleep through spring, basically. <laughs> they sleep through the Empire of the Flame, basically, and miss it. <laughs> because their alarm clock doesn't go up. Six alarm clocks fail. <laughs> right. And craziest part is, of those six cities, three of them just plain vanish, Like, never woken up, never found who, what happened.
0: Yeah, they might still be there. So,
1: well they they t- they do talk about the ruins of some of them having been found right. um, it's it's clear there, but um what specifically happened to them um yeah, so there could be like you know a cool adventure where somebody goes underground and finds like all of these sati corpses <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe be still hibernating yeah. I don't know <laughs> in one of these abandoned cities so finally, um. The Asathi, something causes the Asathi to merge. So three of the cities all wake up roughly the same time. Um, and that's, uh, and we can list where these were. This was the Jil City, which I talked about as the one that survives. The um, Tower of Fangs, roughly in the Southern Kaldars, East of Calastia, And then the City of Sages, which I think, I think is the one in the Akrutan, could be in the Perfret Plains. I was not a hundred percent clear on this. If you, if you figure this out better than I did um but it's it's on a vast savanna somewhere so these three cities wake up um but they wake up separately and they discover very quickly um elves had taken over one of the old cities and were like oh we're gonna live here this yeah. is conveniently located and basically reshape one of the cities and go this is we're gonna call this Veritre. <laughs> Third there, choice, built in an old city okay <laughs>
0: there is a there is a, uh, a entry and I cannot remember what book it is it's in one of the, the the world books that talks about the history that essentially is like there are so many empires that have risen and fallen throughout the, the ages and most of them are built on the bones of the other because essentially like yeah. in this case the elves were like well here's this city what do we do with it well we make it our <laughs> so, own and yeah. the 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 um, Empire of Flame was the same thing where they were like, Look at all of this Asathi ruin, let's make this our house. And you know, everything just built on it on each other, oh, which right. was really, yeah. And
1: the leading empire then does it again, yeah. You know? I mean, the, the only thing about the elves is the elves manage to hold it and they don't lose it. And when all these empires take place, they're yeah. like, No, the Ganges is ours and it is now ours forever. But they, the elves, I mean, the elves showed up after the Asathi Empire started to fade. And they were just like, ooh, there's this, this," and I'm having like flashbacks of like, you know, the Europeans coming to the the United States going, or coming to the Americas going, oh, there's these buildings here. I guess people used to live here. Oh, they died of a plague. Oops, you know, um, and finding these old ruins. And that's pretty much what the elves kind of did. It sounds like in the Ganges is like, ooh, we found these old ruins. And and it was clear that the Ganges was not always the elves. It was not pristine. And that the, the snake folks used to live there before, you know, all the shit happened, <laughs> And they turned on each other and all that business. So, so one of these, one of these six cities was clearly in the Ganges. I don't know if it was at the actual location of Eritre, um, but it was certainly one of them. Um, the, the elves took and went, mm, ours now. So one of the six. Um, anyway, so, so these Sathis, these three cities wake up, they look around uh, first. They try to, they're like, Oh, we should, See who else is around and they try to contact each other. But because they're so suspicious after that big war, because presumably they remember it or when people sleep or because of the hibernation or whatever, they're like, no, don't trust them. <laughs> there was that war, remember? And so they're kind of hedgy about what they say to each other. It's like, yeah, we're awake. How are you? So they're not really saying much <laughs> beyond, yeah, we're here. So really not, not getting together, not communicating.
0: It's like when that friend that you know is moving calls, and you're just, like, <laughs> waiting to find out what they want because you don't really want to help them go move.
1: It's <laughs> bigger than that. I'm a bit bigger than that. <laughs> but not quite so. Not quite so. Like, well, a little bit bigger politically. You know, more like, what's Russia doing now? Maybe we shouldn't. In the meantime, Mormo has moved on. <laughs> And Mormo was like, well, the Asathi f- failed me, so I'm going to make another race. <laughs> and she's off mucking about in Termana and finds some humans and goes, you're mine now. And I will turn you into my own new snake people <laughs> right. and makes the Yuanti. <laughs> um, what happens when so, I take
0: this and I mush it with this?
1: this. So unlike the Asathi, which were like snakes that she turned into people, she makes humans and snakes and smooshes them together yeah. and makes the Athu... I fear or the Uanti.
0: Yeah, and you have to wonder <laughs> when you go back and you look at that those mixed tribes of, of older ages were the Uanti actually a very small thing that then you know, like an actual breeding thing between the Asathi and, and humans and then Mormo was like, that's a great thing I'm going to use that as inspiration but take these <laughs> humans and change them later on did you know, I, technically? And I know I, it's not I, in the lore, but...
1: Yeah, it's not in the lore. I would think that would be... Well, A, it was like, you know, thousands thousands of years ago. Um, but could I, I could see Morbo being inspired by something like that. But I also think... I think it's unlikely because at least during their, the heyday of yeah. the South Empire, they didn't think of humans and orcs and stuff as people
0: that, that would have been like yeah. doing it
1: with a cow I yeah mean, they were or dog they were that would have been like their equivalent of bestiality because they're yeah. like no they're <laughs> so could they have yeah right extensively kind of doubt it yeah i definitely would definitely would not
0: say extensively really i mean you know there's <laughs> those people out there that are like i mean yeah if you can think of it, there's a porn of it, so. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'm saying it was probably rare and super, super, like, taboo and squeaky and, <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, that's, I, I always yeah, so... think about, like, running things, yeah, yeah, yeah. not in current day Scarn, but like, oh, yeah, going back and just be oh, like, I have. oh, so fun, so fun.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I had to tell you some other time about me running a pre, pre-Divine War game. Yeah. Um, so, but mostly because I was striking out this ginormous massive module and trying to cram it into Lands and going, it doesn't work. Oh, it would work if I put it 2,000 years before and put it in Totally. <laughs> 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 that was not a long campaign. They, they, the players rebelled very quickly. Um, uh, in any case, uh, so... So the... Uh, so, so Mormo's off in Tremana going, I'm going to make a new thing, and I make these Athu Athir. Um, humans and they know they they know like we're human. So basically, she comes together she goes, If you follow me, I will give you power. And they were like, Power, yeah, cool. So she's like, Okay, I make you snake people. And they go, Oh, thank you. I have power now. And you know, they get magic and all this stuff. And they were like, Hey, cool. What do you want us to do, mom? And they she's like, You know, breed and multiply and be awesome. And they're like, Okay, we will do that. And then, um, and but then they were like dealing with the elves of Termana. And they're like, The elves of Termana, like, Get out, weird snake people. Humans are bad enough. Now you like humans with poison. <laughs> 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 So the kills and the Yuanti really didn't get along very well, you know, you know, plus you've got the this before the Charduni dwarves show up, so basically Termana is elves and 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 gnolls and Yuanti and some random gnomes and shit and whatever. <laughs> Not a lot. There's the jungles over there and, and So eventually and and you can in, in the Termana book there are tribes of Yuanti there and everything. So they're out there. But So, eventually, the are like so Mormo uh, made made the the in Gelsbad. Let's go there and see. And so they go. They she might have made them in Gelsbad, and they went to Tramano. But anyway, eventually they decide to head back to Gelsbad. Um, And this was in minus 550 OC. So the cities, the three cities, have just woke up. Relatively recently, they're just started getting their shit together, but they're still staying in their cities because they're like, the world is scary out there and we don't trust anyone. So they're not, they, they, they realize pretty quickly. They can't, they want to rebuild. They want to do their thing and conquer and stuff, but they, they, they can't because there's this giant human fire empire <laughs> and these crazy powerful elves. And they really don't have the capability to do anything more than, you know, we found some food, you know, so they were pretty much hunkering down in their cities. Yeah. And then these then these to show up and they're like we're going to the old country, and they land in South uh, East Gelspud where you expect people to land coming from Terman. Yeah. Sharduni confusing me. Um, they land here, presumably <laughs> by boat, and the first thing they run into is is the uh, uh, what was it called again? The Tower of Fangs, and the. You know the Asathi, they're like, Who the hell are you guys? and the Yuanti are like, You betrayed mom, we're gonna kick your ass. <laughs> and there's a nice little, little cataclysm there. They called it the third cataclysm, it was like that big of a deal. And there was a nice little war, and the Yuanti basically kicked their asses. And one of my favorite bits in this thing, whole thing is this, um, just this schmo human schmo of of that region and at this point we're starting to see familiar names you know we're we're they talk about the khalas province they talked about you know so this is like in and around the empire bells timeline uh, and it's coming out of the empire of the flame and they um they're so these these places are mentioned and this guy is like so we were on the road exploring with some ruins and suddenly these weird snake people come out of nowhere and they're ri- and they're like, and we're like, hey, who are you guys? And they're like, don't bother us. And they just bugger off. And they're like, who the hell is the 50 snake people? We don't know. So we're like, let's figure out where they came from. So we followed their trail, and we, it comes to this old ruin. And inside there are these other snake people. And they're really scary, and there's like thousands of them, and there's all these dead snake people, and what are these snake people fighting snake people? What's going on? So we just left, because it was scary. <laughs> I'm glad that they're way over here, and there's the province of Kalas between us and them, because these, these are guys in like veneer, you know. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> it's like this perspective of this, like, Venerian archaeologist, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> i like, let's not mess with the snake people. So, if you recall, when we talked about Calastia, I vaguely touched upon, and there's this creepy old ruin that would be the Tower of Fang. <laughs> so, somewhere in Calastia, there's this ruin. Yeah. Where, Asta used to live. It was conquered by the Yuan T. I don't know if there's some still Yuan T. there or not, but it sounds like they pretty much abandoned it. And there's some great adventuring opportunity there. The whole Yuan T. fortress. Uh, so that happens. So they were down to two cities, <laughs> because so so we've got two cities left, and and they're like no no no, and they're still doing their isolation thing, and then mormo is like uh the gods they're a problem <laughs> but at this point the gods of scarn has shown up and you know they've been around for a while but the titans can smell rebellion in the air and they're starting to prepare and mormo's like i gotta prepare for this i need i need to get my shit together so her her loyal folks are the yuan you know she she made them relatively recently you know within the last thousand years or whatever and she, she goes to them, and she goes, to the one specifically um, in, in in the Tower of Fangs, and goes, all right, I will give you even more power, but you must unify my children. And they're like, all over that, Mom, what do you want? Because <laughs> they're like, you know, enthusiastic, rabid Mormon followers, and she's like, all right, I give you more power. Um, but I need you to be able to walk among men and get, so that you can... Because there's these giant empires and stuff, and I needed to walk among them and be disguised and, and survive and do that stuff. She turns the Uunte from, you know, think D and D kind of weird snake people, to to human-looking, just flat out human-looking. But they still have snake qualities inside. Basically, they can do this sort of alien-esque thing where their chest opens up and these snakes come out of their torso in kind of a wobbly woobly way. Yeah. So think like Medusa but instead of the snake hair it's sort of snake I don't know intestines or something, not intestines, but you know snake thing comes out of their chest It's kind of important that you just got to tuck it inside Um, So she makes and they're called the High Gorgons and there was also these weird um, wolf, lion things, I was thinking like cougar, cat things that the, um, the, the old Asathi in the Tower of Fangs used to use as their sleepy time guardians. So remember those guys who were guarding all the hibernating Asathi? I said that they had some forts, like I was saying, they have some stuff that helped them guard. Well, these guys, friend laughed. These guys have these like wolf cat things. And Mormon goes, oh, and you'll need some help. So she takes them, and she's like, and I give them power too, and makes them the low gorgon, and they're basically like lions with snake hair and creepy and stuff. So, she invents the high and low Gorgon, who do all sorts of weird things like breed together and whatnot. <laughs> and they're creepy and weird. Um, but the, the high ones can pass for human pretty easily. And she sends them out and she says, gather my people, find all of my creations, find all of my children, gather them up into a massive army. And they're like, sure thing mom <laughs> And they just start wandering across gales back and they gather and they find the hags so he, basically she said there's a bunch of humans who worship me go find them so they find the hags and they're like you follow us and they're like okay and she and and all the other species is pre-slytherins so there's no none of that but think they, they basically start just gathering everybody up. and of course they eventually end up in the city the two remaining cities of the asathi or at least they find the jeweled city they find um the uh what was this one called? It this Il Nasif, and there was one, two, three, four double letters in that one, guys. <laughs> 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 so many. That's that's the true name of the uh, the jeweled city. They go there and they're like knocking on the door going hi mom wants us to make an army and and the south are like fuck off uh, you know, and they're like all right we will just wait and they just sort of sit there super patient like super patient and the south are like they're super patient no. they're, they're like we will give you tea and they're like they're being really nice and patient what's going on and, you know while well, the south were bickering among themselves and trying to decide what to do and these and these gorgons are just like we will wait we will wait very very Chill and relaxed, and this happens for a while, like years presumably, and then Meso's dies. <laughs> boom, <laughs> war starts. Divine War triggers. Mezo, god's kill Meso's, and suddenly boom, it's Divine War. So we're now in well into we win well into the OC timeline at this point. So, um, so it's kind of interesting because there's this huge gap. It gets me, so, so, the, the UNT showing up, the war with the UNT, just to give you kind of a time with that, was minus 550 OC. The Divine War, 3,529 OC, so minus OC 300 years, plus OC 3,500 years. So, that's 3,000 years?! That they're just hanging out in their cities, not going in? <laughs> this is me just going, huh? Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> a little off. Am I, am I, maybe I'm misreading the time? No, do you want to, word? Elves run again, just blah, blah, blah. Rise of humans. Insert PokePlus they're so they walk up 500 minus 500 oc the sathi show up empire of lead shows up and it's like no you're gonna stay because the Asathi are like oh we're gonna end the of Leeds, no no no, no 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 so basically empire Lead kept them down and then the charduni showed up and keep them down so the, the, the Asathi really for for three thousand years cannot make a foothold three thousand five hundred years four thousand years cannot make a foothold so they're basically in their two little remaining cities. And something happens during that time to the other city. the um, the. Oof. So in that intervening, and this is not clear what happened, but it was lost. That is the, um, let me get the right, the name right. Those are my notes. The, the City of Sages, far, if um is sometime during that intervening time during the leading empire and the barbarian days of and the charduni and all of that business um the city of sages is lost um uh, so boom, we don't really know what happened and i because i'm not even quite sure where it is if it's in the accruedant or not um there's clearly one of them was in the accruedant so, so there's basically just the jeweled City left, and they do pretty much control all of the swamps of Cantet, but that's about it. Um, and 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 back here during the, um, I will say though that this at this point during the Legion Empire, the swamps of Cantet were were bigger. The prudent Desert hasn't hadn't exploded post-war explosion yet. The um, and and really what they're competing with at this point was the Elven Empire. You now that we talked about when we did covered shells are um so you know to the south the empire bells has to deal with oh and there's all these snake people (laughs) in these swamps but there's swamps and who wants to go in there that's gross you know nobody wants to go in the swamp so yeah so they so that pretty much cut off you know thanks well these mountains didn't even exist yet so it was just swamps swamps and then plains and plains, and you know the the landscape was a little different because you know post-war and volcanoes and whatnot so that's going
0: on. So, so, so out of then, curiosity, does it say, um, does it clarify anywhere? Because, like, so Mormo took the Yuanti and turned them into Gorgons. Um, does it specify whether true. or not they still exist, also? Like, were there a Yuanti yes, the, that she left? She
1: took the Yuanti that were in, that had been in um, that location. It was just the Yuanti in the uh, the Tower of Fangs.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, and I forgot to add that after she did that, so she so she went to the Tower of Fangs. So the Yuanti had been holding that old Asathi city for yeah. presumably this whole time, these these 4,000 intervening years between the Yuanti Asathi War and the Divine War, or or leading up to the Divine War. Um, they'd been holding it, and she went there. So there's still Yuanti living in termana it's not like they're the only game to
0: But so they're going go to be pretty rare them. to run into on Gelsbad.
1: Well, figure, figure she probably made them a few hundred years before the divine war. Right. Um, and, and because it was clear that everybody was prepping for this, this beatdown yeah. for a while, I would say probably a good 500 years before the divine war. Cause there was the Sleracian war happened and that, and you know, and all of that business happened. So you figure this was not, we're not talking, you know, A.V. thirty four hundred. We're right. talking maybe you know three thousand probably. So so yeah. So so she she says she's young. Okay, I'm returning the And then I forgot to add, she takes that city, the Tower of Fangs, and goes and just shoves it underground. It's like you're not allowed to live here anymore. So you can't come back here. I need you to go out into the world, and I need you to gather my people. And they're like, oh. <laughs> Well, shit. So that's why that ruin is underground now. So if you're in Calastia and you're like, oh, let's go, why you don't see this surface city of snake people, you know, it, it's underground. She's more less. So that's why, like, it's not a, an eyesore on the Calastian landscape. <laughs> it's all underground. Um, now, presumably, like, I don't know, under Lake Repose or something. I don't know where it is. But um, it's like, is that the lake that's. Anyway. It's somewhere around there. I don't think it's under the it I think it's under the Keldar Mountains. So, so rolling back. They Gorgons show up. They sit on the doorstep. Mezos dies. And at that point, the Asathi are like, you know what, Gorgons? Yeah, I think we will join your army. Um, I think we need to kick some butt. <laughs> this is not good. We don't want. We you know yeah you know, we, be, we kind of screwed it up with Mormo, but we would like her love back, so yes, we will help you fight this war. <laughs> and the they are like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll help you with this army. So, they start, they, they build this massive army of hags and gorgons and Asathi and presumably maybe some Imonty and whoever's around in, in Gelsbad. Um, and presumably there's some armies in other continents too, but this is pretty much what's happens with Mormo-wise in Gelsbad. And they start just tramping around the countryside. And um, there's one battle in particular. Because um, there's, cause remember that the Divine War kicked off when the Charduni, after the Charduni had conquered a bunch of Gelsbad to build the Charduni Empire, which was the last empire in Gelsbad before the Divine War occurred, which was like well, a shorter lived empire, but they, they were basically in control of. A huge chunk not all of the yeah. continent like some of these other empires but a huge chunk of the continent was yeah. controlled by the chardini um so that was kind of the main powerhouse in terms of who they were fighting during the war in Gelspad was the divine armies were the charduni the elves some of the humans blah, versus the orcs obviously the Asathi. um uh, Whoever else on the side of the, the giants, you know, all that stuff, and they're and independent of anything the gods were doing, the the mortals were beating the shit out of each other this whole time in this massive global war, you know, talk about world war like everybody, except the dragon lands and the North Pole yeah. were involved in this madness, like yeah, and the continent of war.
0: I, I can't remember if it was through magic or whatever, but like the the emperor was like, I I see this coming everyone come home
1: <laughs> oh we yeah. don't want to be part um, of this yeah and there is there is a tip to you know, like going all the way back in this early history there and I, I I didn't mention this because it was almost like a, a blip on the radar yeah. there was one mention of the dragons in this giant Asoth history um during uh, which kind of gives a, gives a hint as to when so the dragons were most more way more known in turmana like, like they, they kind of ruled Tremona. They never ruled Gelsbad. There was never a dragon empire in Gelsbad. But there were certainly dragons in Gelsbad right. who kind of mucked about and did their thing. And there is a mention way back during the, the Sathi Empire that, and I'm going to find the exact book, but back in the Sathi Empire, there's this mo- moment where they talk about the humans and their their draconic masters. Yeah. So who have left so or weren't around or there weren't many of them or something like that so so there's kind of a mention that yeah there was dragons here too <laughs> but not really like, any kind of detail
0: they're, they're, so like later way way later in the book there's an appendix that talks about different classes that you can take um, and the Asathi actually at least for some time revered the dragons and believed them no matter what the dragons said or felt on their own thought they were children in Mormo and, I yeah I mean they they look, like they, should be. Um, they look like they should be and so these dragon warriors which is a class that they can take uh, embrace that and had this um, were able to tap into powers that were draconic in nature yeah. which is interesting and I would like to see I, them I, show up I put
1: that finger on um... A dragons being such a huge mythology yeah. in Gelsbad, because they are they're, they're they weren't they didn't have a lot of impact in Gelsbad, I mean, compared to Tremana, which is like mm-hmm. huge, because mm-hmm. um, they they pretty much ruled Tremana for a while. And we'll, someday we'll get to Tremana. Um We don't have nearly as much information about Tremana. Um but the it sounds like to me at least there there wasn't a lot of as much influence and you know you got the rap dragons but they were you know weird soldiers of
0: yeah, yeah and those were made um, in order yeah, to but, fight the divine war right
1: but this book also came out roughly around when oriental adventures for 3.5 was getting super popular and clearly they were doing some kind of tie-in because you also see like a lot of that influence in this book in, the, in those in those um, prestige classes and whatnot, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, somebody wanted uh, to play a samurai. Okay, <laughs> they made it a snake person because <laughs> <Right, right. laughs> um, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, and and they make a clear explicit reference to the uh, Oriental Adventures uh, books um, that were coming out for Core D&D at the same time. So that that's what that's the kind of thing where I think they went with that was like. Here's an easy way to kind of add that, but to add kind of a draconic vibe, um, because snake people and everybody loves dragons. And Scarlands is sadly devoid of, tra- <laughs> of true dragons. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's. But it is cool. But it's very. There's there's certainly some Asian culture vibe um, when we get to the the actual what's happening now in um, what's left of the South Empire. Okay, so the war. So uh, the, the main, so the main force the Asathir are fighting in the region that they're fighting in is the is the Charduni, um, and coordination was kind of neat because there was one there was this big battle between the Hormo forces and the Charduni, and in Termana, the Yuwanti and Termana were simultaneously attacking. The Charduni homeland, which caused the Tarmanian, the Charduni and to give pause, and be like, "Do we have to send reinforcements? What do we have to do?" Blah blah blah. And as they're sitting down debating this and trying to figure out, the Mormon forces and gelspad attack them, <laughs> and they're like, "Nope!" Smack, <laughs> and and kick their asses because they're so distracted and stuff. Um, so that was one of the the bigger battles, um, the bigger successful battles of the Asaf in during the Divine War um but then the, the other big battle um is at the end of the war or, or toward the end actually not at the end but toward the end of the war when the massive army starts pushing back um, the forces of the, the divine and and they're basically m- moving further and further east and they've reached the broad reach forest and they're pushing through the broad reach and they're almost past the broad reach to reach the haggard hills with the intention of taking out veritre and don't tell me the Asathi aren't like we want our city back because they totally do so they've pushed through the broad reach and um they're kicking ass and uh, they're just totally kicking ass and, and like the the divine forces keep falling back and falling back and falling back and then Mormo is like i want to see this and she shows up on the battlefield to basically gloat Over her forces winning And little did any of them know it was a trap The reason the divine forces Were retreating Was because they were trying to draw Mormo out To make an appearance So they were making it look like they were losing And as soon as Mormo shows up Gods show up And this is basically Mormo's fall And Um Uh blah um let me get it right chardon basically shows up bounds mormo into her physical form so she can't you know snake out and disappear um and uh, madriel sends cast this whole like massive blessing over the entire army so all the venom and stuff can't affect them and they can't all just die of toxic poison and then bell smith and bangle and deniv beat the shit out of mormo <laughs> and rip her to tiny pieces yeah and um, Mormo falls, and the Hornsaw happens. Right? <laughs> and this is like
0: one of the, the top Lord. vacation spots on Gelsbad. <laughs> and,
1: and, and, and 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 amazingly, is a lot of those armies are just sort of stayed there. You know, why are there so many hags in the Hornsaw? Not just because this is where Mormo fell, which is you know probably the main reason, but this is kind of where they were. Um, but when Mormo fell, it was like, well, we lost. <laughs> No, we, we lost. There's like, uh, what do we do? And, and um, but they, so they, so they basically regrouped, maintained control of that region, but really didn't have the anything to go any further, and and thus the majority of the Hornsaw is in the hands of the Mormons, um despite the fact that their Titan is gone. Um, so they're, they're and we'll talk about the Hornsaw in detail in a later. Episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we allude so, to a lot of things that. We haven't talked about yet.
1: The Hornsaw it. <laughs> is
0: not a pleasant place to visit. <laughs> no, the Hornsaw is
1: true, horrible. So, so meanwhile, the, so the Asathi, or like, we, we have a home, you hags and gorgons can stay. We're going back to our swamp. Um, and they sort of limp back to the swamps of Kentad. And that is where they are today, 150 years later. Or 160, 70 years later. Um, and... Yeah, and that's pretty much the majority of their population is in the swamps of Kantet. They have, they still have that original city, the Jeweled City. It's also called the Lost City of the Asath, which I think is funny, because while it was lost for a while, it hasn't been lost for a couple thousand years. Yeah, everyone knows where
0: so. it <laughs> is. It's, it's, um, on map, are, right? <laughs> it's on the map, right? It's
1: on the map, but see. there are legitimately five other lost cities of the Asath out there, so... Oh. This isn't the lost one. This is the one we know where it is. <laughs> okay. Well, presumably we know where Veritrea is, too, because the elders sitting on it. But but, um, but there's, you know, several other ones that are truly lost. Um, and the majority of these south are here, although there is also a branch of the mountain, the Akruden looking for one of the really lost cities, because there is some city in the Akrudan. And again, I'm not sure which one it is but let me read further in the book maybe the maybe the book reveals which one it is um it might be the might be i've got it down to, i've got it narrowed down to two um so i think it's either um the first city which is a possibility or um or the or the city of sages i'm not sure it's one of those two um certain it's one of those two because they're the only two that, that fit the description yeah. um but uh ask me in a week and I'll, know, and I'll either know or I'll have confirmed that it is not information that is apparent <laughs> it certainly wasn't a jabber one which, which one of the, but that's kind of where they're at is yeah. those two locations
0: so in the update from 3rd edition to 5th edition you know would they introduced the, the concept of the redeemed what is it that the Asathi specifically chose to become redeemed and not all of them have, but what yeah, would you yeah. say? I mean,
1: so, in in the descriptions of their the, the remaining society in Kantet, um, they're it's it's complicated stuff, and uh, we'll, we'll go on that in the next episode. Um, they uh, there's this there's this huge major like. We follow Mormo, this is our bag, right. this is what we are. And I would say that that's, I think that's the difference, is those who still maintain that loyalty to, to their fallen Titan are, and to follow that culture um, around that's that subjugation, conquer and attitude of like, we're better than everybody else because we're the first and we're the chosen ones and blah, 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 is what makes the Asathi Titans Yeah that regard so those who um, are
0: those are who are redeemed would you say they've essentially just kind well, of dis- it's the oh, very yeah.
1: end of chapter one yeah and this history chapter that made me go this is what a redeemed looks like yeah in my mind because there's this guy who's who's basically telling the story in chapter one he's this old asathi historian who's who's gathered some of these memory globes and he's sharing them with a vigilant in the freaking perforated plains so, with, with the implication there was the sati stronghold so that makes me think maybe that is where the first city is the, or, or either the first city or the city of sages again i don't know which and he says at the end of his his little tale this is like 15 pages of of history thus i wander and relate the tale of skarn's greatest race in ages past i would have maimed or killed for revealing the secrets i have but no one exists now to whom i owe my allegiance none save for myself so with this luxury, my tale is done. Do with it what you will, humans of this new age. And it's that line, none save for myself. To me, that's what a redeemed Asathi is. is somebody who's just basically, it doesn't mean they're god Right. It doesn't mean like they're gone, oh, Tenel's awesome. It means I no longer live for Momo. I no longer live for my queen. I no longer live for the way of my people. Yeah. I am doing my own thing. And... Maybe my own thing is Madriel's the best or whatever, but it's probably not. Yeah. It's probably I'm out there just finding my own way. Right.
0: Right. And I
1: think that's that's the redeemed Asathi. Yeah. Is 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 that, um, and it's funny because um, in our in our uh, game um, that we played with Travis um, and one of, the, one of the players played Asathi, and I hadn't done this reading yet. I don't know if I don't. I doubt he read this book, but I, I know he read the uh, the stuff in the SLPG, and I think he nailed that concept of both. I don't give a shit about <laughs> this other stuff, right? And that seek of immortality, and that, that concept around gathering memories and sharing memories—that all really maps well to this background. Yeah, absolutely. Of, that that so many of those powerful Sathi were all about immortality and 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 they really delved into necromancy in that way and also so it was like oh my god that character was like he did actually kind of nail it <laughs> of, that, of that certain specific type of aside but but um so so yeah i think that i think that to me
0: is that's what everything is, is sort of so yeah absolutely but
1: super stoic very stoic so uh that's that's it for chapter one yeah. obviously um, I, we've got a uh, bunch of stuff about the culture um, swaps sort of cantet as well as that like group that's off in the accruden doing their thing in the accruden um, we can talk about next time
0: because
1: yeah. I haven't read chapter 2 in detail yet um, but there's some, some cool stuff there yeah. uh, what else do we is there anything else we want to cover
0: I think that's it for today so um Catch us next week, same time. Uh, that is one 1pm No, two p.m. Eastern. p.m. Um, Eleven a.m. Pacific. Right. <laughs> uh, to continue our talk about the Asathi, um, more more about what they're doing now, as opposed to yeah. what today's episode was about. Uh, yeah, yeah. and what um, What's that? Uh,
1: yeah. What you just said.
0: <laughs> Sarah, all right tell us I'm all Sarah about Stewart, yourself. I'm
1: pretend to know a bunch of shit about Scarlands. Um. I wrote a book about it. I know so much shit about Scarlands. I wrote a novel. Uh, running D and D in the Scarlands since the first came book came out in 2000. Um, you, I've got a bunch of titles on Drive Through uh, all Scarlands related, um, and we'll be coming out with some more the next month or so. Cause, uh-huh. And you can find me on Discord because I suck everywhere else. Uh, K e t i n a pound. Hash.
0: hashtag yeah
1: hashtag zero, <laughs> no six, zero, six, five, 60 sixty six. katina 66 normally email would be the at so i'm like katina right <laughs> um or, or yeah i'm also on um, more like this industries.com it's our website yeah you can find me doing other things too kind of i'm tired <laughs> that's <laughs> Who are you? I, and I am Jeremy
0: you? Hochalter. I host this here Twitch channel. Um, please follow along. I am currently, I think, three three followers away from being available to be a, an affiliate, which rocks. Um, that last, oh, like, ten has just like phone taken phone so phone. so long. So please follow along if you haven't already. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WHPubs or over on Facebook at wh publications. You can go to WHPublications.com. I also publish on uh, Drive Through RPG, Sluration Vault, and DM's Guild. Uh, I think that's it for me for today. Uh, Everyone, join us next week, and we will see you then. Bye. Bye!